Welcome back to Dukes Dukes for Movies, Pop Culture Discussions. I'm here with Blaine. He's back. He's a little fidgety. He's known for having a dog, doing trivia facts, and maybe a question dance. Hurrah. And Will, Jim Jim Cam Cam, Machinima, you know, movies, boom, Avatar, top 10. I, I need to make a new thing for Will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm do. getting done of Jim Jim Cam Cam. Hurrah. He might flip me off in a car. Did you see that video? I did. That yes. was hilarious. I showed it to you. That's why you remember. It was funny. Yeah. Okay, we did. Mm, we did some adult animation, a little bit of naughty things this week. We watched Akira, mm. Heavy Metal, and Ghost in the Shell. Who's excited? Me. Me. I liked it. Blaine's not excited. He's lying. He's a liar. I mean, I'm not. That's I I, I liked looking at the info and how they were made, and more so than watching the movies. I will admit that, but I thought it was fascinating. Like the world they built. I'm sorry. I'm telling you, Jack did not like it. Everyone. I, I thought I, I, he, he's I a the, hater this week. I give the same. I give the same answer you did. Actually, I liked looking at it. That's uh, that's why I enjoyed it. Was the worlds that were made and the way they look like they were fantastically made movies. My eyeballs, not my genre, but my eyeballs were tickled. Yeah, and they enjoyed the experience. We have six tickled eyeballs sitting in this room right now, particularly the first movie. Columbia Pictures presents Heavy Metal. A trip beyond the future to a universe you've never seen before. A universe of mystery. A universe of passionate fantasies. A universe of terrifying evil. A universe of magic. Heavy metal. Science fiction. Yeah. What was the first movie? We will start <laughs> the with the first that. movie was Heavy Metal. Heavy 1981. Metal. 1981. Um, bunch of little shorts. Uh, I don't. I will just explain it. I don't even. Know. Okay. Um, six individual stories, sci-fi, fantasy kind of mix, based off a originally a French magazine, and it was animated by a bunch of coked up crazy people in the eighties, and it's wonderful. It's got a great soundtrack with Black Sabbath. Blue Oyster Cult, Stevie Nicks, who else is on there? Cheap Trick. John Candy. Well, as a voice actor, yeah. He oh. didn't do the music. You don't know that. What do you <laughs> I know, guess. Will? John Candy plays a bunch of parts, yeah. Yeah. I've seen Home Alone. Mm-hmm. He can do music. So what, what, are, your, what are your first impressions of heavy metal? First impressions of heavy metal. It's just a trip. It's, just, it's just like a fun trip. Yep, that that's yeah. that's pretty much yeah. It's got crazy animation. I don't have a um, lot of words to describe these. It's things. it's yeah. really hard to describe. Heavy I mean, metal. the you film starts with what, is he in a Corvette? Yeah, so and he's flying from space in a Corvette. Well, it's like he, post he comes, apocalyptic. Yeah, so he comes out of a space shuttle in a Corvette and deploys a parachute, lands on Earth, drives up to his house, and he's like, "Look, daughter, look at this thing I brought you. It's a green orb." Oops, it just melted me and turned me into a skeleton. Dang it. And, and now then the, green the orb, orb talks. And then the orb talks, and he <laughs> tells the little girl stories of all the times he spread evil. Yay. Yep. <laughs> so we, then we get six stories of evil. Yep. The first story is a sci-fi story, kind of like set in like a Blade Runner New York, uh, about a cabbie who picks up a, a girl who is running away from some gangster aliens because they want to take the green orb, which is in her possession. Uh, so he takes her home, and they hang out at his house, do some stuff, uh, and then she's gone in the morning. And aliens come looking for her. And then the aliens come looking for her, and then they just decide to sell the orb to the aliens for money. And then she tries to betray the taxi dude, yeah. and the taxi just, dude kills her. <laughs> yeah, he's got a button in his taxi that kills whoever's in his back seat. That's oh. a cool button. That's probably my favorite that part of cool that story. Button. Just a little button. Yep. And he gets the money and drives off. Yep. Um, evil! Yep, and then second story is Den, a little kid who finds the green orb and is doing some lightning experiments, but when the lightning strikes his house, he gets transported to another dimension where... He becomes uh, strong. A lady who's only wearing a mask and a cape is doing a sacrifice 
and he's got he went from a little kid to being an adult who's like like a bodybuilder adult and he's like okay i'm just gonna dive in this pool and save that sacrifice here okay real quick didn't they say he was like 18 yeah he not look like an eighteen year old. He's he a late bloomer, little kid. Yeah, I guess. Anyways, continue. He's a Sorry. nerd, Blaine. He was He's a, nerd. a nerd. I guess that means you don't hit puberty if you're a nerd. Nope, never. Anyway, then he has to. <laughs> you just Jack's over here, just shaking his like <laughs> I'm defeated. Like, what am I supposed to comment on that? <laughs> I'm just staring at him. He's like shaking his head. Anyways, can continue <laughs> okay. um, with our evil. Well, so then he gets. Then he eventually comes across a rival leader who wants the the green orb to do the sacrifice, uh, and that guy's like, "I'm gonna castrate you, or you're gonna get the orb for me." And he's like, "Okay." So he goes to get the orb, uh, and then accidentally gets laid, and then uh, some fighting happens, and then he sends both the bad guys probably back to Earth, and then he flies away on a bug. I like the bugs in that one. That was cool. I like like yeah, the horse cool. bug. Yeah, he kind of like rides through a the lava lamp. The bad guy that, that wanted point. the orb, mm-hmm. uh, he his character was actually I kind of liked his character. <laughs> <laughs> the Loch Ness is mine. Get away, you stupid bitch! <laughs> oh, that was funny. <laughs> that was, that was very funny. Stupid bitch, get away from me! He broke character. He got too real. He was just like stupid bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it did sound like he breaks character. That's one of my favorite lines because it just comes out of nowhere. And then the the third short is um, Captain Stern. Who has committed just all the crimes? That's kind of all I have to say about that one. That's, my least, that that's one. my least favorite. It, it's the guy in court who looked like the Crimson Chin. Oh yeah, yeah that one. I didn't enjoy that one as yeah. much either. That, that's my that's my least favorite short. Um, yeah. And then after that is the World War Two fighter pilots. Oh, I liked that. Oh, one. Yeah, that, that was that, that was like been my favorite actually. Yeah, they're in like some kind of air battle, and they're in like a big B fifty two bomber. But then uh, the green orb. Uh, punctures their airplane and then it turns all the dead soldiers into zombies and everyone dies yep and then everyone dies and then the next one is uh stoner aliens who pick up a robot from the pentagon who was programmed to just tell all the people there are no aliens and then they they pick up their robot and accidentally a girl and then yep and then the aliens do some drugs and fly through a trippy 2001 sequence. Yeah. And, and, then and they, that's what that one yeah, is. That's, that's it. That's it. <laughs> and then you get the final sequence, which is Tarna, which has the, the most depth. She is like a legendary warrior and she's come to save a village from a group of like zombie guys that the green ball made. Uh, and she doesn't say anything. She just goes around decapitating them. And it's awesome. Yeah. And then at the end, she wins and destroys the orb and gets reincarnated in the little girl that started the movie. Yeah. So the little girl from the frame story is Tarna. It came the full spirit circle. of Tarna. The spirit. the spirit. It's like Avatar. That's what it says at the end. It's like the makes me like it less now, Blaine. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> Avatar: The Last Airbender. Oh, oh, I was thinking of the other Avatar. No, no, like reincarnated. Uh, Airbender. I was yeah, thinking like, of putting a person yeah. in a big blue person. No, I no. <laughs> I was not going there. That's not the direction I was. Going. I'm going to hit you with a copyright strike. All right, <laughs> thoughts on heavy right. metal? Uh, it was just a fun time. All the little shorts. I I wouldn't say. I don't know if I would go back and watch all of them again, but I could sit down and watch a couple of the shorts, like the last short, and then I like the uh, probably the first short, first and last, the taxi okay. driver and mm-hmm. the. Uh, Warrior. I disagree with that. I think you either watch all of them or you watch none of them. Yeah. Really? Yes. Mm, that's fair. But I would watch it again. I stand like, by me. I just don't. It's just like, it was. that was fun. I think it would be okay, but the final cherry on top for me is the music. I love the soundtrack to this movie. Oh, like, I listen to the soundtrack so much. And I think it was a lot more enjoyable because we watched it as a group. So I think I would have to watch it as a group again. Yeah. I, I mean, did I enjoyed it by myself. But it is super fun to watch. It's a it's a group. group film for sure. Yeah, yeah. My favorite one was definitely probably the zombie one. I thought that one looked coolest. Yeah, I, I I like that one a lot. I like the Stoner Aliens a lot. Um, Tarnus just probably the best one. Yeah, I mean, I would argue just that one. I mean, that is the most. The, depth. It's the longest. It has the most yeah. depth. Yeah, but because the other ones are just like, look. Imagine if we did that. It's like, yeah, it's just like no, okay, exactly. exactly. I love it. Wouldn't it be cool if we did this? 
Yeah, it would be. Yeah, and it's just like that looks nice, but like that just that has zero impact on me because it's just whatever. That's why I think think the taxi had. Oh, they are fun. The taxi out of most of the shorts had actually a little bit of depth. I feel like the aliens didn't really have much depth. They were just high. Um, I love the zombies was just (laughs) just zombies. zombies. Yeah, I still like that one though because I'm a zombie guy. That's fair. Anyways, moving on. Uh, We watched Akira. Neo Tokyo is about to explode. Streamlined Pictures presents a state-of-the-art adventure, Akira. Yay, yeah, Jack, <laughs> Jack, explain. I, I, there's just so much that happens. There's like, there's like a bunch of kids, and that one of them explodes, and then but one has like a power, and then there's other little kids that also have powers, and there's also like terrorism and religion, and then I. When does it take place? The 80s? No. No, that's when it was made. So World War Three happens in 1988 when a kid with psychic powers accidentally loses control of his powers and explodes, and the rest of the countries in the world assume it was a nuclear detonation. So World War Three starts in 1988, and then we flash forward to 2019 where uh, everything is terrible in Neo-Tokyo, and there are... Kids just just run around in biker gangs and do drugs and hang out at bars and stuff with no parents. Um, and then one of the kids in the main biker gang accidentally runs into one of the weird psychic children who is being heisted from the government by a revolutionary group. Oh. And that triggers the, the psychic expansion of that biker guy, Tetsuo. He's kind of the main character. Yeah. And I was just going to say, like the... The children, the experiment children, think of them like yeah. uh, Stranger Things. Yeah. With the uh, numbers, like, pretty sure Stranger That's Things where took it thing from it. Yeah. this movie, where they're, they're like experimenting on kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> experimenting on kids with uh, to make them, like, psychic. Yep. So then after that, Tetsuo is taken away to be monitored. Um, Kanada is looking for Tetsuo. That's his the leader of their biker gang. Kanada! Yep. And he's looking Canada. for Tetsuo. Canada. And then eventually Tetsuo is like, oh, I have these powers. And he just um, turns some soldiers, like the guards of his room, he just turns them into piles of blood. Just like explodes them. He just goes full Homelander. Yeah. He just, he just goes like Super Saiyan and is just doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, and nobody's got the power to stop him. Yeah. Except himself when he loses control and, and becomes Canada, a giant. And becomes Canada a giant never dies baby. and he fights the whole time. Yeah, you guys you guys with hated, a laser gun. You guys hated <laughs> Canada for some reason. I didn't hate him. He's got the coolest motorcycle it was ever, a dude. Semi hate love relationship. You just hated him. I just didn't care. I was just <laughs> I just didn't care. Yeah, Jack did not like this movie. I just couldn't I mean like you have to watch it like Two or three times, or get it explained to you to like fully understand it. Oh yeah, there's and, so much. There's and a lot going on here. I'm just not on board for that personally. Like, I get like not understanding some things, but like, I think you should be able to be satisfied from watching a movie, even if you don't understand what's happening. And I just personally was not satisfied. With but it. I, but I think but it's I'm safe. glad I watched it. I like, think it's safe to say like this is just such a renowned anime movie that you kind of, if you're getting into anime, you kind of need to watch it. I'm. Absolutely. I, it took too long for me to watch oh, this. Oh, it looked yeah. great. I needed to watch but it's, it. But it's it's so important. And before Akira, animes were not... I mean, you had Studio Ghibli stuff, but there was nothing like this. And this you're big. right that, I mean, a, for a movie, there's definitely some weird aspects that don't necessarily tie together. Yeah, and that's how, that's how just I watched it. I mean, I watched it as a movie. Right, but you got to remember, this was an emerging format in... Not only in the U.S. but but in the world. This oh, yeah, was I mean, the this this was a change in animation. There had been no anime like this, and it comes from a different country well, where they do they just have different. It just standards has growing pains. Yeah, I disagree. Okay. No, I I agree. <laughs> I mean, with Jack growing a pains bit. like there the some, format. Like, I, I it, it I was a little like, like drawn you, out. Like how you said, like how like it has some issues as a movie. I I consider that the growing pains. Yeah, because okay. they also try to smish the three anime like books or whatever into one movie, 
And I, because there are a lot of plot points that get confusing, and in my opinion, I don't think they go anywhere. So I think they either should have made it longer or shorter. And I'd yeah. be fine watching a longer movie if everything that was happening, you know, like had a like went somewhere. Yeah, but well, you you kind of got to remember that anime is not the same format as a normal movie. Oh, I agree. Like it is a different. It's a, it's a different medium. Yeah. It's but, presented the same way, but it is a different medium, and they have different ways of telling the stories. And it is there's a lot of animes that have weird little plots that don't necessarily go anywhere. Oh no, I but I'm not Ghost in the Shell to a different to a lesser degree. Yeah, and that's that. that's why I don't watch a lot of it. I only watch certain anime that I think it, that I like. Yeah, like I don't. I'm not like this is an anime, so I have to watch it. It's like is this good? And it happens to be an anime. I'll watch it. Okay, that that's how I watch stuff. So Akira, it's good and happens to be an anime. Yeah, I mean it was. Fun. Yeah, <laughs> I mean I, would I was re- going to say it's not. I would in probably his head, it's not good. <laughs> right. Well, re- I would rewatch this before Heavy Metal. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Because I feel like I would get something more out of it a second time. I, I agree. I would get more out of it, but I think Heavy Metal, I might going back I enjoy get, it more. I get again. enjoyment out of Heavy Metal every time I watch it. Right. It's... I think I would still enjoy Heavy Metal. Where that that Akira takes like a second to. Process I would rather every single thing. I'd I rather watch Kira and to try to get enjoyment out of it more. Yeah, uh, they're just different there's, mindsets. There's a difference. Yeah, Akira, you have to work to understand. Heavy metal is the epitome of just kick back with a beer and just enjoy the thing. Yeah, it's just fun. It's not meant to be anything else. Yeah. Whereas Akira is like. Look at all these complex themes. Hey, you remember all those people that were totally messed up in the nuclear explosions of Hiroshima and Nagasaki? We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about false religions. We're going to talk about capitalism and consumerism. We're going to talk about all of the themes. Yeah, and that that's why I was like... It's, a lot. And I think it dips its toes in so many things, and I'm just like, I get it, but like, why? Right, exactly. <laughs> but I think, to your point, like it's based off of six volumes, and this is the first three volumes. Oh, yeah. into one it, movie. It hadn't been the manga had not been finished when they made the movie, and because I because I, I, I read up a lot on it to see if I could like it more. But I mean, it just was it just made my opinion that I was just I in my opinion I just thought it was the same after doing a bunch of research on it. But the ending of the movie is different than the like the book or whatever yeah, because it is slightly because it wasn't because it wasn't yet. finished yet, right? Which is interesting because now when they do stuff like that now, they work with the person who writes it to like make the ending. Well, stuff. the director was the writer. Oh, yeah. So, so the writer director of the movie is the writer illu- and illustrator of the manga. And he didn't have like a plan. I'm sure he did, but he, it's just like anything. Like you write it the first it, time, and then you for the movie. He he thought he oh. thought for the movie this is what's gonna work, and then for the manga I'll do whatever's needed there. Oh. He accepted that they were different mediums. I appreciate that. Yeah. I, I I thought the ending was the best part. Oh, it is. That's yeah. when people remember Akira, they remember the bike chase at the beginning and the ending where Tetsuo turns into a big Blah. flesh baby. And Blah. the bike and the bike chase looks cool, but it's one of those things where it's just like I just don't feel like that goes anywhere for me because like nothing really for the bike that's where, besides But that's where Kanada or uh, Tetsuo runs into Psychic Kid and that's what triggers his Yeah, whole but, psychic expansion. Yeah. Yeah, I it just felt like one of those other things for me where it's just like there's just so many things happening that don't go anywhere. But yeah. that's just my that's just my opinion on it because I'm not the biggest anime person. Yeah, but it's so stylish, like those little light trails. Oh yeah, no, that looked cool. All the background. This is this is the epitome of hand drawn animation. There's so much yeah, detail I mean, it was here. Beautiful, and you can look at the like the scrolling. Like if you you get parallax scrolling, and like you'll have like maybe three layers. Akira will have like six. Yeah. So I, once we get to my facts, but I have like the numbers of how many colors were used and how yeah. many were created. It's yeah. just insane. How do you create a color? I mean, you if, you, if you look online, paint. yeah, I was going to say, but if you look online, but isn't still a color. I don't get how you can just create a color. Yeah, but like two different shades of red right next to each other, as opposed to like just looking at them, they might look the same. If you look at one shade of red, take away, then look at the next. But if you put them right next to each other, it's it'll create like a three dimensional effect. And that's why they're mixing new colors. I mean, if, you, if you're coding and you have hex numbers, right, there's a... There's not an infinite amount of hex numbers. Yeah, you're correct. Yeah. And then they You've can create a, a new hex number. Well, that's, that's what that's creating digital. a new color you're limited With digital, you're limited to a certain color gamut yeah. that's limited by the display. 
that's HDR. The whole thing of HDR is high dynamic range. It's got a more expanded color gamut. So HDR TVs show more colors. Like and, but, new colors that a normal TV can't show. But that's exactly that's what, what I'm Akira's saying. doing. Yeah, ah, okay. it's it's adding colors. To it. Yeah, back then it didn't matter because you watched a film print, so it there were no technical limitations. Their technical limitations were paint. Yeah, and so they had specialty new colors. Okay, well, I mean, I, yeah, I, it's it's one of the things I, I appreciate it, but it's just like as a movie, it's just like it happened. Yeah, I think it'd be the same if I just watched you know like if that bike scene was just thrown in like you know the heavy metal thing. It's like oh, this looks cool. Or something, mm. you know? I think it's supposed to show how reckless these kids are being. Yeah. No, I just mean, like, as, like, you know, looking at it from, like, an art perspective. Oh. Yeah, for colors. Yeah, but back to the kids. Like, it's, it's the whole point is, like, I think it's building on to the fact that the kids are kind of, like, they're orphans. No one cares about them. Right. And we're experimenting on them. And we yeah. can get away with it because no one gives... No one cares in Neo Tokyo. Crap about these people. Well, yeah, what are you supposed to do with orphans? Yeah. Love them? Like, give them a home? No, science. Well, yeah, he gave them a home. He just experimented and... on them at, <laughs> along the way. Little Albert Einstein, man. You got to pay rent somehow. <laughs> All right, uh, any other um, notes on this? Words? Thoughts? Colors? Feelings? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next movie. What's a simulated experience again? All your memories about your wife and daughter are false. They're like a dream. Someone's taken advantage of you. They were trying to make you ghost hack into some government officials. Do you understand what I'm saying? But that can't be. I had a picture of her. She was there. The truth is, you've never had a wife or kid. Like he said, they aren't real. They're a simulated experience, a fantasy. Are we talking about the Puppet Master, the infamous mystery hacker? We don't know a lot either. No clue about age, sex, or background. All we know for certain is this person is on the international most wanted list for crimes including stock manipulation, illegal information gathering, political engineering, several acts of terrorism. The nickname Puppet Master comes from the ghost hacking. My code name is Project 2501. I am a living, thinking entity who was created in the sea of information. That's all it is. Information, even a simulated experience or a dream, simultaneous reality and fantasy. is vast and infinite. Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell. It's like a robot, but it's a bounty hunter. And we're in the future. And uh, do you, where does, when does it take place? Oh, I don't... I don't know. I don't know I don't if it ever year. specifies. Yeah. But it was made in 90... 95. 95. Okay. And and so this is she's like a cop? She she tracks down um hackers and ghost hackers. Yes. Um, yeah. So the, the title Ghost in the Shell refers to ghost which I equate to soul. Yeah. And then shell being just like the body. Either a, a human body or Robot bodies. So, right. like, the ma- Major Kusanagi, the main character, is a ghost in the shell because she's got, like, a personality and stuff, but it's inside a completely robotic body. Yeah. Whereas the antagonist, who is an AI inhabiting a body, is the opposite. He doesn't have a ghost. He's Right. Right. And he's, I guess the whole thing is debating like is he a ghost or not right like is he no, a well, the, real thing yeah. a real does person? that count as a ghost does he count as a real person right he's he says uh i think therefore i am but it doesn't feel like it or something like that right and all the humans are like you were created you were yeah you're yeah. not real so that's the debate yeah so i mean it's a very um like philosophical the whole through this the whole film very it, philosophical. yeah it, it's a lot of talking um and the whole thing is trying to catch this um, AI um, 
who which they call the puppet master, right? Yeah. So the hacker, when they're they're like, what's going on? All these people who are these actual people are getting hacked. That's because people have cybernetic implants and stuff in this world, and those implants could be hacked. So a hacker known as the puppet master is hacking real people and making them do his bidding. Yeah. So one example of that is that the hacker. Um, the puppet master put like memories in this or the garbage truck driver that uh, thought he put memories of having a wife and kids, which this guy had never had. And he thought he had a wife and kids Yeah, and was what getting a divorce idiot. and shit, but he was hacked. Maybe you should be better. And, that, and that's what I found fascinating is when and now they, for when our they sponsor took- Express VPN. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Tesla. <laughs> The funniest part of that joke is that you thought we had a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, I mean, I feel like we've kind of talked through the whole plot of the movie, right? It's really just trying to catch the puppet master who's hacking people and a philosophical debate on if that AI puppet master is a real being. And the main character um, who is the ghost in the shell, What what's her name? The character's name? Major Kusanagi. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, nope. her. That woman. Um, she is also kind of f- trying to figure out her, who she is and if she's real, cause she's just in like a cyber bot, a cyborg body. Right. So at the end they just kind of merge. Yeah. And trying to create their own new life, form. new life form and new life. Yeah. So that's the whole movie. Really fascinating. Uh, the one point while watching this, uh, which I found fascinating was it felt it, it didn't feel like futuristic. It felt like normal. Like well, it now felt, it does. Right, right. And that's yeah. why I thought it sounded <laughs> like it, it was crazy to me. Like it felt like they got it right. Yeah. That's... Like it, it felt realistic. So realistic enough that it like most of the shit matches up to today. Yeah. And and, and th- reading like how they created it and back then, like back then in the 90s, the computers did like nothing. They didn't yeah. do nearly as much as what they do today. And the the ideas and thoughts of having cyborgs and stuff, like the way they portrayed it in the movie was just... Was it this movie? Above, that there's far like, above their time. There's, there's like a line of dialogue that's like kind of glossed over, but somebody is explaining what a computer is. Is that this movie or did I just watch something else where somebody says... No, I think you're right. A computer is a device for making calculations. I, I think like it is. Like adding numbers. It was something like that. Yeah. It's, yeah. I... <laughs> Was it this or was it something else I watched? I don't know. No, it was something else. Was it? Yeah, it was. Well, it was. It was one of the Terry Gilliam films I was talking about. Something I was watching on the facts of this was kind of to that point where it was computers are for computing, and that was the majority of the people of the time in Japan. That's the way they saw computers. Yeah, it was for like accounting and stuff. Right. Um. But this took it a step further, right. and that's why they think that the movie didn't do too good when it was released in Japan. But it did better in America because we, we were starting. To we use were them already as, starting to use it as our, communication. Yeah, stuff. That's it was because the Ghost in the Shell. It, there's a whole underlying layer of the internet with Ghost in the Shell. So if you don't have the internet, it doesn't make any sense. Right. It didn't connect as much back then, and that's why I felt like watching it. It didn't feel futuristic because it hit so much to what it's like now. That's why it was a hit with nerds who we were playing with nerds. computers. And and that's the director who what he was right he yep. loved uh, breaking apart computers and shit yeah that's why with totally. a hammer yeah techno geek okay time to rank them well yeah. Duke Snooks I mean I guess you can rank them but well yeah that's that's the Duke Snooks usually all right well what are you gotta do? gotta nuke at least one yeah and okay. you're gonna and I'm duke first. one too huh wait yes. One okay. nuke and one duke. I'll yes. go in order. Let's see. Uh, heavy metal. That's a duke. Absolutely. Heavy metal is. If I'm gonna take the critically acclaimed aspect out of what my favorite movie is, and just a movie that I, I watch the most and like just enjoy the most, heavy metal would be my favorite movie. That's fair. I I freaking love it yeah. <laughs> so much. It's 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 it it legitimately just feels like somebody made it for me. Like everything about it is exactly what it, it's something I've been searching for forever. Just some like fantasy thing with like crazy ideas that mixes medieval fantasy with sci-fi and has awesome soundtrack. It it's exactly what I want. 
You're welcome. So, that's my highest dude. I made it. Akira. Let's see. Akira. There's a lot going on, but I understood it this time on my fourth watch. Um, so it takes I, kids. I really liked it. And I enjoyed, I don't know if it's because we watched Ghost in the Shell on our own and Akira was in a group, but I enjoyed my watch through of Akira more. So I'm going to duke Akira and nuke Ghost in the Shell. I still really like Ghost in the Shell, but got a nuke one. No, you hate it. Okay. <laughs> hate you hate it. You, you, you hate do it. or you, nuked you it. You hate it. All right. Um, all right. So I'm going to do uh, Duke and a Duke on uh, Akira. No, not Akira. I'm sorry. Ghost in the Shell and uh, Heavy Metal are my dukes. Akira is my nuke. Um, being Ooh. because I, I, I just, Akira was a little long for me and it was like harder to get through. And I enjoyed watching the other two more. They were just easier to. Heavy Metal was the easiest to get through, and it was a lot of fun in the group setting. And then Ghost in the Shell, I like the concept of the internet and shit more. That's just more my vibe. Sure. Well, let me go in a completely other direction, and I will nuke Heavy Metal. Yeah. Because even though I didn't understand Akira, I do think I appreciated the, of the time, a lot uh, more effort animation they did in akira than what because i still liked heavy metal a lot oh heavy metal was such low effort animation exactly Ugh. no it wasn't oh it wasn't no oh it was <laughs> did you not see it i did it was amazing what well, oh it was fine all their techniques were revolutionary with like i mean it feels like you're inside a lava it was lamp. just a lower but budget like than five what we the other two movies well, no we it's watched. just a very different it's not anime it's a very different style it's still it, all right. hand drawn with with very innovative artistic choices but did they make colors <laughs> I don't know. Maybe this was it was before Akira. Uh, so maybe made, they made some more colors. They could have made that green ball green. Yeah, that's the new color, the glowy green. I don't know if they if they did a better job. Akira wouldn't have to make any colors. I think I have actually okay. seen that. Uh, <laughs> no, no, the, no, the the um that green ball green. Yeah, yeah. that was on that clock. Yeah, What's yeah, in, in that movie. Yeah, yeah, they wouldn't have that color if not for that film. So now I'm going green clock. So now I'm going to Duke Heavy Metal and Nuka Kira just for Blaine. <laughs> Yay! We we are minds match. <laughs> Ow! Welcome to me. the last episode of Duke's Nukes that I'm going to be on. No, don't leave us. Green clock. <laughs> and then I will. That'll do Ghost of the Shell because I thought that was I, at least for me. I thought that was the most. I mean, I thought that was the most movie of a movie that we watched. So okay, truthfully though, are you duking? Uh, Akira and Ghost in the Shell. It could really go either way for me. I mean, they were all pretty, I feel like in my head, they were all pretty close. Nothing was drastically a duke or a nuke. It could go either way. I I think I got my hopes too high for how much other people were going to enjoy heavy metal. No, I still enjoyed it. I was anticipating, everybody was kind of lukewarm to it. I thought people were going to at least be like, yeah, that was so much fun. It was fun. It was a good time, though. It really was a good movie for a group setting. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, no. I mean, the the way I interpreted that was you said that was a good movie, and I'm like, I think eh. it's a good movie. I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't really put it up there movie. with my good movies. What? I would definitely put it up there for a good time with a group. I 100 percent agree. It's hilarious. I think Amazing if I soundtrack. if I watched that alone, that, that I don't I think, think I would that's have enjoyed I mean, it as much. Because if I watched because we watched heavy metal and Akira together, and I feel like if I watched both of those alone. I would have had a better time watching Akira mm. compared to Heavy Metal. I I agree with that because I just be watching Heavy Metal by myself. And I'm like, this, this is not for me. I mean, like, it looks interesting, but like, whatever. <laughs> See, just from the beginning when that space shuttle comes out and then it's just do 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 radar 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 rider. I'm I, I'm just sitting on the couch going yeah, <laughs> even by myself. <laughs> yeah, me and Jack are not. <laughs> I would just like open Clash Royale. <laughs> I'm just like, Corvette. Dude, a Corvette is falling through space, and he pulls out a parachute to land on Earth. And I'm just like, yeah, shift that sucker in the first gear. Let's go. All right. And I'm Drive just up like, to your house so you can die. Let's get going. Dude, I'm, I'm like, getting excited car. just thinking about it. Oh, my gosh. I'm watching it again today. All right. Good shit. All right. We ready for our next thing? Trivia and facts? Yes. A little bit. A love and a question dance. Woo! Um <laughs> 
That was a good dance. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I don't really have a lot of trivia or facts on heavy metal, but I do have some on Akira and Ghost in the Shell. Oh, wow. I'm so over. surprised. I know. So I just want to point that out before we get started. So I'm starting with Akira because that was the first one I did facts on. Uh, so we already kind of talked about the film is based off of six volumes. And then my second fact was how many colors? So there were about 327 colors used on the film. And 50 of those colors were created specifically for this film, which I thought was kind of cool. Oh, wow. And then uh, also, or this fact kind of blew my mind, the composers that created this music um, created it before they saw or read the script. Yeah. And then they had to change the music a little bit once they actually saw the movie naturally because it had to fit the film. (laughs) That's that's kind of dumb on their part. I know. Isn't that weird? And then also kind of with that... Um, fact. So typically, anime back, or I don't know if it's true still today, but anime was typically drawn first and then voiced over. Yeah. But this film was one of the first animes to do the opposite, more like traditional American animation, uh, which they voiced over and then drew to it. Right. I think that's better. That's why you've got, I mean, it's 24 frames a second and the mouths do match the, the Japanese audio pretty mm. well. Yeah. I thought that was cool. So those are my quick facts. Uh, I have two trivia questions for you guys. Oh, uh, boy. Yeah, I, I understood this movie fully. Uh, they're uh, On the they're pretty try. simple. <laughs> so what was the name of the motorcycle gang that um, they were fighting against? Canada's gang was fighting against. America. The clowns. The clowns. Got it. Got him. I thought, there was I thought you were going to get that because they all wore clown face paint. No, I just was thinking of a northern was... northern border crisis in with America and Canada. His name's Canada. Oh. <laughs> okay, and then the last question um was when the kids were harassing Tetsuo um with the uh big giant bear yeah. and the toys, uh why did they stop harassing him? They why did they stop harassing harassing him? Mm-hmm. So it was when uh, the, they the got window... scared when he stepped on the glass. Are they scared of blood? Um yes. Exactly okay. correct. They were scared of blood because he stepped on glass. And I, I Why didn't, are they scared of blood? Because they're kids. That was the whole... Like, it's trying to show that they are truly kids. Oh. That's about it. There's not that much depth into it. But I didn't catch that because I was cringing away from the blood myself. Oh, and that goes into the... <laughs> so you're a kid. I'm a child. <laughs> that goes into that line that they say where it's big people like you should never use that power in the way that you do. Which is right. about adults not having the innocence of a child and using it for just selfish reasons. Yeah. Like, but like when Kay... It's really trying to contrast Yeah, but groups. kids are also pretty selfish. They can't be. Well, it's like when, when, when Kay says, like, you give the an amoeba the power of a human, it's going to appear like a god to the other amoebas. That you give a human the power of a god. Oh, yeah. They're going to mess it up. Yeah, I... And then real quick, I got the budget. Uh, it was about $10 million. Akira? Yeah. Uh, adjusted for inflation? No. That, I that is, because I, I believe it originally was it? cost 5 Okay. Oh. Then then it must be, yes. Okay. But that was the number I found. Okay. And then uh, $48 million was the, uh, the return. Gross. Okay. Cool. Ghost yeah. in the Shell? Ghost in the Shell. So I don't have too much on this. I mean, we've already talked about a couple cool things. Um, but one thing I thought was cool was... Uh, to make it more, the main character, he wanted her to feel more like a doll, so she never blinks. Oh, during the whole film. Interesting. And I thought that was interesting. And then, um, oh, and then we talked about this before we started the podcast, but um, the Ghost in the Shell 2.0, uh, they just recreated it with the CGI. And I, and the more I looked into Ghost in the Shell, they have made three sequel or a sequel. Uh, remake of the original um, live action film. There's like five different films. And then there's also a TV short. And then there's three video games. Or I think it's four video games. There, there's a shit ton of content yeah. for Ghost in the Shell. That's the point I'm trying That's to why make. It took I didn't so, realize how much there was. We love brands. It took me so long to get around to Ghost in the Shell because I, for the longest time, I thought it was a TV show. Um, and I just, yeah, I, I thought was it like, was too. I don't really want to watch a multi-season TV show. That sounds like a movie idea. And, and then somebody told me it was a movie, and I was like, well, now I feel really dumb. Well, one of the things with <laughs> Ghost in the Shell, too, was that it was trying to really break out into the, the global market. 
Okay. So it was one of the first films that was globally released in the UK and America and Japan. Oh, okay. Because Akira did take oh, a couple anime, years. Anime to come, movies. Yeah, Akira took a couple years to come over, but once it did, it was a huge success. Right, and it was more successful in America than Japan when it Ghost first in the Shell or Akira. Oh, Ghost in the Shell. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, you switched back to Akira on me. Sorry. Just yeah. No, you're good. I was just trying to clarify. Yeah. Cool. Um, and then the box office for that was. Um, so I have here three million was the budget, but I'm pretty sure. Um, I also heard ten million, so I, I think it's three billion, ten million, ten millions that inflated. Uh, ninety five. I was I was looking up inflation rates earlier. Ninety five is the last is like when things cost half as much as they did now. Okay. So that would be like six million now. So it would have been three like million six million. Original. Yeah. Oh my okay. lord! <laughs> what? That's just so sad. <laughs> and then and then the profit was only like nine hundred thousand. Like it, that's I don't know if that's true or not, but it didn't do well. In Japan, yeah, that's the domestic, yeah. Okay, dang. Yeah, and then I, I also well. have the numbers for the uh, 2017 live action with Scarlet. It was, no thanks. <laughs> it was uh just just the budget was 110 million, and then it uh, box office was 169 million. I just thought that was that fascinating. Made too much money. That didn't make money because I guarantee you that budget doesn't account for advertising. Oh, you're right. Oh, Probably budget not. 110 million. Holy crap. Yeah, it was pretty dang close. Expensive. Like, wow. they did not. Um, yeah, but like for big budget movie like that, that's not that expensive. Oh yes, www.dodo.watching. I'll go first because I go straight into the news next, and I shouldn't end and then go into the news because that's too much talking for me. Okay, talkie talkie. All right, I watched two things. Uh, a new episode of The Bad Batch, season two. It was so good. They brought back Commander Cody. Loved it. But he's ah. evil now because he's a clone trooper. Ah. Order 66. Ah. And then I watched my favorite thing of the entire week, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. It was amazing. Go watch Puss in Boots, The Last I Wish. I do want to watch that. It, You've got me intrigued. It, Though I, I think you're hyping it up a little. I am. I don't want to see it now because Jack won't stop talking but I, about but I do Puss in Boots. Peak DreamWorks right there. My, uh, I'm like... Mm, is it really that good? He's putting it in the top three no DreamWorks movies. Ain't guys. no over the hedge. I mean, this is up there. I'll, I'll watch it so that next week I can tell the podcast if I agree or not. Nice. Nice. All right, anything else you watching? No, I just watched Puss in Boots three times. No, I'm just kidding. Yes, there's <laughs> something else. I watched it there's once. something else we watched. Oh, yeah, we watched... Uh, well, and I watched a bunch of the Friday the 13th oh, yeah. movies. Friday was Friday the 13th. We watched the second one, the third one, the fourth one, and the fifth one, because we've seen the fifth, or we'll seen one through six. I've only seen the first one. Now you've seen one through five. (sighs) Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Made you a better man. Yeah, yeah, I guess. (laughs) I mean, I'm glad I watched them. It's like like the anime stuff we watched, too. It's like, I'm glad I watched it, but like, I'm probably not going back to that. But I think you also said it was more of a... It was fun because you did it in a group setting. Oh, absolutely. It was was very fun to watch the movies. The movies were not good until... I mean, four was okay. I would probably if we if I was watching these alone, I would probably watch the second one and then I would have stopped. Yeah, I would right, have, exactly. Because I would have watched the second whole one just to see a whole movie with actual Jason, not his mom, and going, "Why well, he's not wearing the mask? He's got a sack he's on his head. He's just wearing a sack, and he's just a guy running around in the woods. He builds his own little right. shack in the woods. I didn't realize he doesn't get the mask. In he's got a shelf. Two. He gets nope. it in three. He's uh, got a uh-huh. shelf for some knickknacks. He gets it in three. From it's not a even kid his. He just kills in, a kid who's wearing the mask. Yeah, there's an asshole kid in three. Who is like he keeps pranking people like he just like hides in a closet with like an a- fake axe in his head to scare people and it's like why are you doing that you're an asshole <laughs> and, then, and so he like then he kills him so he he I guess to this vacation that they're going on he brings a wetsuit and sneaks a girl's like sitting on the dock with like her feet hanging over and he comes up from, <laughs> from the see now the that's lake and in, grabs her feet and he's like I'm wearing a hockey mask and a wetsuit da, 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 da. that and then Jason kills him in and takes these his movies that have the stupidest things ever. That is still the most unrealistic scene in the entire thing. That that kid brought a wetsuit and a snorkel. No, it, it's the fact that he grabbed that girl by the feet and he comes out from the lake water, which he's not wearing like he's wearing a hockey mask. He's not wearing like any goggles, so he, right. can't, he can't see, see in the murky any, water. It, it's pitch black outside. It's nighttime. It's not fully pitch, but you can also see the water, and there's no like ruffling in the water, which means right. he got in the water. Way somewhere else, yeah. You know, because the girl doesn't see him, yeah. So because they were just talking inside the house, and she went, "I'm gonna step out for a second because he was like, 
hey, I like you. You want to hang out? And she's like, no. So this- <laughs> and he goes, he literally, she leaves and he goes, bitch. And I'm this- like, oh, I hate this guy now. This fat kid. No, no, I'm saying just physically, somehow this little fat kid swam underwater perfectly in something he couldn't see where he shouldn't be able to swim that far in the first place. Yeah. Be funny if you like, if just like a hand came up and you like saw it and then went back down and he's... Because then you could be like, oh, he didn't quite get the, get it on see, target. That, <laughs> see, that would be funny. Like, because if they showed like the you girl see, sitting like, at the dock, keep popping up in like, like other places, or, or like a snorkel or something. I don't know. Yeah. Because in the second one, I, one of my favorite parts of the second one was when the girl was in Jason's like shack thing. Yeah. And you just saw Jason just full out sprinting towards the shack from the, <laughs> in the window. window. Yeah. I was she, like, I was like, that's his, hilarious. She enters his shack and there's a window behind her and she's going, oh, what is, where am I? What is this weird place? And you see Jason out the window just going. He's just, <laughs> he's just full out sprinting like the cop and Cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Oh, that's freaking amazing. I also like that scene in two where a cop is chasing Jason and he has to st- stop for a second to catch his breath. Oh, that guy, was, that, guy, that guy was an idiot. That guy was so stupid. Every one of these movies is so stupid. Except wheelchair guy and the lady who just genuinely likes wheelchair guy. See, I felt they bad were for a that cute, guy. They were a cute couple that just, I mean, wheelchair guy gets hit in the face with a machete and then rolls backwards down a, a long stair. No, he did. Yeah, it was, yeah, he did. That was pretty good. That was, that was a good. <laughs> well, then the fifth one. one, it wasn't even Jason. Yeah, it was just some. It was just a guy. It was Roy. Really? They switched it? Well, in the fourth one, they kill Jason. That's why it's called the. The final chapter. That was the best one out of the but four then it, we watched. They bring but him that, back in six? But then it made money. Dude, yeah, that's why six is called Blaine, Jason Lives. Because gotta let him know. Of these. Oh, I know, but I, I, didn't, but I in, thought but Jason in, was in all of them. See, but in every no. movie, they, they, they kill Jason, though. Because in the fifth Pretty one, much, they yeah. never show him come back. And I'm like, well, we're just at the point of where they're not even making a dumb excuse for him. Yeah, anymore. they're not even trying. Because it's one, okay. Because there's one like where he gets you know chopped in half. Then there's one like where he gets hung. And then there's one where like, that's he, three. He's three, just, he gets hung. And four, he's just dead in a hospital, but he just arises. Four, no, four. He is, he was supposed to be legitimately dead. Like there's a machete through his head. He slides down the machete, and that you can see like two pieces of his head like don't align right. So like he's supposed to be dead after four. That's why Tom Savini came back to do the makeup because he's like, I'm killing off my creation. Damn it. And then they bring him back, but not money. exactly. But not exactly in five. So five didn't. Yeah. Four made money, so they made five. Five didn't do too well, so six. They're like, bring Jason back, and they call it part six. Jason lives. I liked I because four was the best out of the ones that we watched. But Absolutely, I, but I like the idea of five a lot. Like yeah, how it just wasn't executed quite right. Yes, there were there were a lot of lulls, but there was some good stuff like um it, those damn enchiladas. Oh yeah, like, like I just some guy just gets this damn enchiladas and runs to a porta potty, and then his girlfriend follows him out there and is like shaking the porta potty, and he's like, "What's going on here?" <laughs> and then Jason and just then starts they, like stabbing wait, a pole through. But the- before that, before that, they sing to each other while he's pooping. Dude, these movies—they just go, "Ooh, baby, ooh, baby." These movies. <laughs> Next time I get on the toilet, so Jack, weird. you better be singing to me, dude. Five is so. <laughs> Does that weird. mean I can stab you? <laughs> No, he's stabbing. Uh-huh, at least oh, I'm stabbing, uh-huh. right? Because two he, people sing, and then you have a stabber. There's three three people in the scenario, right? Yeah. Okay, so I'm Jason. That's most Jason scenarios. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. They they <laughs> happen, <laughs> and then yeah, maybe next time Friday Thirteenth we'll start at six. Six is I would, the I ones would, I've seen. Six is is the best. I'd watch the rest of them, but I would never sit down and watch like two through five again. Like, I would with if we had Blaine, I'd do it again. That's fair. <laughs> like never on my own, or if somebody's already seen. I'm like, we could watch could get anything. Else. That many movies in one sitting. They dude, they're fast. They they went by really fast. The second one, we paused it for a second because we were like, we're only like thirty minutes in. We're like an hour into like the hour twenty five minute movie. We we're like. Oh, oh wow. my god! Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and I'm not sure if that's because we're having fun or if it just sucks and it's just going. I yeah, because a lot a of the bit things of that we've been talking about, too, Jason takes forever to do his kills. Yeah, they take four. There's like a five minute setup for kills that don't even happen. Oh yeah, yeah. and I was just like, oh my gosh, it's like I it's, it doesn't even have tension anymore. It's just like he might pop up. He might not, but sometimes they just show you, and then they give the scare to the character, not the audience, which I think is even Dude, stupider. it's so funny. At this point, we don't care. Because, no, <laughs> literally. Jack and I were picking out, like, oh, man, this is a pretty good set up, set up for a scare. Like, you got the mirror there. He could just, like, appear in the background. Yeah, he and we're do like, it That's the same good. way they've been doing yeah. it. And they keep shooting the mirror in the same way, and we're like, I bet they're going to fuck this up again and just not do it. 
and they don't do it. <laughs> they did it like three. They showed like a mirror where Jason could just appear and it just never like with a, like, like with a closet in the background. And it's like, oh, he could like slowly be opening that closet door. That would be tense, right? Nope. There nope. was like four <laughs> minutes of the movie that was just a mirror and looking through the reflection of a mirror. Yeah. And it's the, just like watching a girl take her, her her shirt off and it's like, come on. Well, they're so lazy. Like, because <laughs> we're like, and obviously they didn't, they couldn't just rewatch the footage, but like, they never cleaned the camera. Oh my, that's part three. Part three, there is schmutz on the camera in like 60% of the shots. There's just like <gasps> dust like and crap dot. on the camera. It's, it's giving it a feel. But it'll no, like, so Blaine, feel. Blaine, they'll be like shooting something. <laughs> And there will be like the, the stuff on the camera, and then they'll cut to a reverse angle, nothing, and then they'll cut back, and it's like you still have not cleaned the camera, <laughs> and now we're in a different scene, and there's still crap on the camera. And Clean happens, your lens. And it's, and it's not like a groundbreaking movie. So like, if it happens once or twice, like whatever. But Dude, like, it's it, constant. But it was like half of the movie, half of the shots of the like little dot on the screen in various locations. I'm like, how is that even? It's possible? like they had two cameras it's, for the entire shoot, and one of them. Like a, I mean, it, they're pretty. Like high, they're not high budget. No, they're low budget. They're low budget, but they're still like they can. They're Paramount movies. movies. They're studio movies. They can afford a cloth. Yeah, yes, that's what I'm saying. That's it's part three had like I guess they had like it shot in 3D, so they probably only had the budget for two 3D cameras. But one of the cameras was fine, and one of the cameras they just didn't bother to clean the whole time. Dude, no, the gags. They're like he he'd like stab somebody with a pitchfork. But then, like, the end of the pitchfork would come out of the TV. I was going to get you. Did you like the guy, the hobo that they run into the beginning who's just, like, holding, like, a cow eye and he just holds it up to the camera for some reason? There or that shot where Shelly throws his wallet at the camera for whatever three, reason? Because three 3D. Was, some guy's hanging up his laundry and he's, like, setting up a pole and it's and he's in the back of the pole becomes 3D. The, the, third, <laughs> one, the third one? The third one? The third one is the worst. It's so bad. Like, these <laughs> are bad, bad. But three is, like... Like it was hard to even like enjoy to watch three because of how bad it was. Three was bad, yeah. Probably three is down there with one. I would rather rewatch three than one because it's still entertainingly bad, and one is just boring. Yeah, but three is bad. <laughs> I just wouldn't watch either. Yeah. Oh, and also at the beginning of two, in the first five minutes, they bring back the girl who survived in part one, and they kill her. Jason goes to her house. Nice. You want to know where? You want to know how <laughs> he Jason just knows down the street. The uh, where the girl's house is because she doesn't live with her parents anymore. She moved somewhere, so Jason wouldn't even know that. You want to know why? Why? There is no answer. <laughs> <laughs> Naturally, most of these movie makes sense. <laughs> in every movie, Jason has different makeup. Oh yeah, his his actual he gets unmasked every time and looks different. It's so stupid. <laughs> it's so stupid. I hate it, but I love it. It's, <laughs> it's trash. Like It's, it's absolutely just, trash. Like, if people are like, this is so bad, it's great. I'm like, I agree with you. But if somebody's like, dude, this is my favorite horror franchise. And I'm like, you're no. an idiot. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. <laughs> All right. If you genuinely think these movies are good, you're an idiot. <laughs> if you're listening to this, never listen to this again. If you like Friday the fuck, you're, you're garbage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I like them ironically. Yeah, but, but like... Yeah. But if you're I, like truly enjoy them, this is no. better. Like I like Friday Nobody. the Thirteenth franchise more than Halloween. It's like no, well, no. But the Halloween's Halloween better. sequels get bad. They like, do. Dude, they're not as bad, bad as this. They're not as bad as this. Yeah, I still of Halloween of, of the like, big three. Nightmare on Elm Street is still my favorite because at least it's like dreamy and like surreal and interesting. Like, I think there's at least bonkers ideas there. I think this is just people in the woods. Being original dumb. Halloween is still my favorite horror movie of all time. All right, next. That's you. That's me. What up? I didn't watch that much. I uh, I watched. <laughs> hey, there's no need to like laugh at you. Yeah, they're all gonna laugh at me. Laugh. Okay. Anyways, I uh, watched the rest of Friends. We finished Friends this week again. Now you don't have any. I know we have no friends now. I think we're gonna start Parks and Rec next, though. Have you seen it before? Nope. <gasps> Ooh, I'm excited for that. Yeah. So that's our next thing. But we finished Friends, and then I watched. I finally finished Creed two. Oh, how was that? It was good. Uh, you're gonna watch Creed three when it comes out soon? Or yeah, that's what I'm watching. Out? No, it's not. I don't think it's out until I May, watch... March. Well, it's I, not out yet. I think it is March. I think it's three three twenty three. I think that was the poster. I saw it and I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do want to see it. No, well, if you, I'll go with you to see. I'll binge all those. I don't know. I mean, the Creed movies are good. I've never seen the Rocky movies though. Wait, what? 
Never seen the Rocky movies. So you watched the Creed movies, but not the Rocky movies? Yeah. I The only reason why I bought the Creed movies uh, oh. were because they were on sale for like five bucks for both, and the new one's coming out. Blame. I'm not a really big boxer. I need to go back. I know I need to go back and watch the original Rocky movies. That'd be like, I'm going to go watch the Star Wars sequel trilogy. Have you seen any other Star Wars? No. Why would I do that? I know. <laughs> I know this. I know. I know. You can hate on me. I deserve it. <laughs> Anyways, that's all I watched this week. We also watched some Scooby Doo. I was so at, on board uh, with that. So you said you've never seen Rocky. <laughs> I should. I shouldn't have said anything. You were like, dude. It was like Creed. Yeah, Creed One's awesome. I haven't seen Creed Two. Blah blah. blah. Like, yeah, I've never seen Rocky. God damn it, Blaine. <laughs> yeah, pretty much my whole life, just. Me saying shit and Jack being like, God damn it. <laughs> All right. What were you watching, Will? What do you got for us? Okay. Um, <clears throat> uh, so the adventures of Baron Munchausen, which is the third installment in Terry Gilliam's Imagination Trilogy, was released by the Criterion Collection uh, this month. So I watched that. And wow, boy, is it ever part of the Imagination Trilogy. Um the the whole theme is just let your imagination run free even if logic doesn't apply. It's kind of the underlying theme of all three, but it's so overt in this one with the characters' plots and the mo- most of all the sets. The sets are amazing. It just it keeps moving from one amazing set piece to the next that legitimately seems like something from your imagination. A hot air balloon made of pantaloons soaring through the clouds and then landing on the moon where Robin Williams is the king of the moon. That's just Ten one scene transition. years. Sorry. That's just one scene transition. <laughs> oh. uh, and then I went back and watched. <laughs> and then I went back and watched Time Bandits, when- the the first installment in the trilogy. Um, and it's pretty good. It's just about a boy who loves history, and then um, some dwarf dwarven robbers come out of his closet with a time traveling map that they stole from the supreme being, and they go on a little adventure through time and stuff, and they meet Robin Hood. Uh, Agamemnon, they go to the Titanic, um, and yeah, it's it's pretty good, but I prefer Brazil and Baron Munchausen more because of their strengths and not because of Time Bandit's flaws, which it doesn't have much. Cool. News? Oh, I will pull up some news. I didn't have it ready, though. All right, Blaine, are you ready for the news, but mostly ooze? Yes. I ask you, because Will's always ready for the news. He loves He loves new movies. Right, Will? Woo. Uh, sometimes. Woo! Woo! <laughs> ooh. Ooh. Maybe a little bit of ooh. Uh, the first thing of news. All right. Knives Out 3. It's officially being started. Get excited. The second one was okay. The first one I thought was good. Second one was all right. Dungeons and Dragons live action series. It's in development. Get excited. Mm. Who likes that? Mm. Is that an ooh? It wait, makes wait, more wait, sense wait, wait. than the movie. I rather uh, a live action series makes more sense. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I have a question. What was the thing we said last week? We said ooh and something else. Woo, oohs and woos. Okay, yeah. Okay, is that a woo or an ooh? I give eh. that a woo. I give. I think that would be a woo. The ooh. series. I'll go ooh then. Okay, I'll have to say woo because I want to see it. I don't think I'm. I'm not excited for it. I rather them do animated. All right, all right, like. All right. Uh, I think they already have an animated D. I want live action, but each episode is a completely different story. That would be. A I good think that's concept. the route they're going. Okay, that then would be a good then concept. Then for me, yeah, because that's what I want to see out of Dungeons and Dragons. Because from what I've seen of it, I think that's they're gonna do something. A like Black that. Mirror. Thing Does it look Dungeons better? Dragons. Yeah. Does it have anything to do with the movie coming out? I don't believe so. I hope okay. not. Like yeah. not the same directors, not the same anything. I don't know. Okay. I, don't know. I only read about like what they're gonna do because I'm it. not excited. I'm like the movie doesn't look good, but you're gonna go see it. I want to see it. <laughs> Here we are what's, again. What's, what's wrong with that concept? Well, I don't know. Money. I didn't say anything. Vote with your wallet on what you want, dude. Yeah, don't pay your taxes. I, I, see your lo- <laughs> I see your logic there, but okay. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> All right. Woo. Should we, should we do one where it's a pre-woo or a pre-oo? No, just what? say the damn thing. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Ezra Miller. Ooh. He's ooh. he's gonna plead guilty to his burglar case and not any of the oh, weird woo. drug. Well, no, ooh, ooh. You Make... can get a bigger punishment if you plead innocent. Uh, now, here's the thing, or not guilty. He's Sorry. being fined less than a thousand dollars. Oh my god! And his net worth like sixteen million. Yep. <laughs> All right, you want to wrap us up? 
What are we doing next week? We're going. We're seeing. It's who, who's 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 better than Jim Jim Cam Cam about just you know being so extra on movies. It's Tommy Cruise. Tom Cruise. Big, big T Dog Cruise. <laughs> we're gonna watch Top Gun Maverick because Will and Blaine haven't seen it. We're gonna watch Mission Impossible One, and we're gonna watch Eyes Wide Shut. Maybe they're open, according to Blaine. Hey, <laughs> maybe you're not they're wrong. what? Oh, <laughs> maybe they're maybe open. they're open. Yeah. Yeah, so Mission, Mission Impossible and Eyes Wide Shut are both semi-sequels because uh, Mission Impossible is Brian De Palma, who we've done, and Eyes Wide Shut is Kubrick, who we have done. And so. Maverick is Tom Cruise. <laughs> well, they're all Tom Cruise. <laughs> That's know, a but, new director but, who, we've, who we have not done. I don't know his name, but we okay. haven't done him. I don't know. I was just Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> well, Wait, no, whoa, we just do our outro. Whoa, 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 whoa. Stop. <laughs> Your eyes are wide shut. No, keep them shut. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you can email us at dukesdukespod at gmail.com. Leave us a five star review, Apple, Spotify, or anywhere. That happens to be our podcast. I don't even know if we deserve a five star review after that. <laughs> you can give us 4.5. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at dukesdukespod. We're trying to elevate this podcast, Blaine, and you just keep bringing it down. I'm, no, I'm not. I swear I'm not trying to. Continue. <laughs> We know you're not trying, you just are. But it's still the best part. <laughs> it really is. Thank you all for editing the podcast. Uh, thank you, Blade, for having a dog. This podcast is named after doing trivia facts, question dance, a little bit of love. Thank you, random person, for listening. Tom Cruise. Bye. We're going to go jump off some planes now. Bye. Bye.